Hello and welcome to the So You're Getting Married podcast, where I offer personal perspectives to brides and wives and to grooms and guys on things to consider before getting married, as well as some lessons that will endure before and after the wedding ceremony. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. At the last episode, we started on the train of what the essential requirements are for a church wedding and a statutory wedding um, I think I took time out, um, not just the last episode, but the one prior to run through what the formal and the res- essential requirements are. When I say formal, I mean those things that you have to hit in a technical sense or in a legal sense for it to be regarded as a valid marriage, either before the church or before the courts or the um, registrar. So, um, we have, uh, yeah, I think yesterday we looked at the proper venue, and so today we're going to um, briefly gloss over uh, item number two, or for some people, item number one, and that is the bride and the groom. Now, before you have a statutory wedding in place, before you have a valid church marriage in place, there has to be a bride and there has to be a groom. Now, you'd say for something this obvious, there shouldn't be a reason to give a podcast on it. But unfortunately, um, I guess it's not as obvious as most because I have been at a registry wedding where the bride was there. Sorry, uh, the other way around. The groom was there. Uh, The bride was absent. She was on her way. And the groom and the groom's family and also the bride's family who were there insisted that the bride's sister could step in at certain parts of the proceeding until the bride arrived. And of course... And rightly so, in my own opinion, since my previous uh, academic background was in law, is that uh, you can't have that sort of thing happen. So yes, it is the bride's intent that she be there and that she get married to uh, this young man. But unfortunately, for these kinds of proceedings, we need both parties to be present. So the groom is present and therefore the bride has to be present and no one can undertake any part of the proceedings on her own behalf. And so the groom was made to wait until the bride arrived unfortunately she was really late so they missed their day and they had to come back um, another time so for uh, those of you who think some of these things are mere uh, technicalities and you get angry at the whole process as the groom was it's absolutely important because this is one path where uh, you have to walk alone with your intended spouse of course so uh, on the path of um, marriage and entering into a marriage um, contract is not something that my father can walk with me or my mother can walk with me or that anyone can take um, my place. It's something that I have to walk alone. So I have to be there to give my vow and to pledge my fidelity in person. And so does the bride as well. Now, looking at it from the angle of cost savings, since the main reason why we're going through all this anyway is because people say um, it's because uh, there are folks like me who say that you don't um, have to elope or come up with any of these funny ideas to save money on the wedding you can just stick to the formal requirements or just scale down on the scope of the wedding and everything will be um, fine so some people wrongly say that the bride and the groom are the only parties who are important anyway and uh, so we can just go ahead and have a wedding so long as we have those two unfortunately that's not the case 
but we're not going to delve into that today because some other people are essential in that process not just from a religious point of view but also from a uh, legal point of view so in later episodes we're going to look into the role of the minister or the officiant or the registrar or the uh, celebrant or whatever it is that is called under the particular right that you're doing we're also going to look at the uh, role of the witnesses or the sponsors or whatever it is that is called under the particular rite or ceremony that you are um, taking part in so we'll look at the role of these people how many are required you know does it have to be one minister does it have to be two uh, how many witnesses do you need does it have to be two or do you need a whole community of two thousand to witness to this so um yeah i think i'll just uh, cap it here uh hmm. Okay, yeah, I think this is a good point to wrap up. I guess I have set a record for the shortest podcast episode ever recorded on the So You're Getting Married podcast. And I'll see if we can keep future episodes to this brief period as well. So it can make it easier for you guys to just get um, snack bitey content uh, on the go. And to illuminate our perspectives on what... To illuminate our perspectives on what um, valid and successful marriages should be and forgive me for that intrusion was my son coming in to let me know something about the baby so i really should put a pin in it and head out to be sure that there is no chaos so thank you very much for listening to the so you getting married podcast i'm your host abuja based event and wedding photographer tavishima ayide and i'll catch you guys on the next recording